This program is brought to you by Bible Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 through 22, gives the account of our master calling the first apostles. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter, and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets, and followed him. And going on from thence, he saw other two brethren, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, in a ship with Zebedee their father, mending their nets. And he called them. And they immediately left the ship, and their father, and followed him. Now Mark provides a similar account with Luke and John adding a few more fishing details, but the result was the same. They left everything and followed him immediately. Now I don't know about you, but that just sounds pretty scary and hard. I mean, I fear I would be thinking, you know, I, I just need to check with my family and run this by them. I have obligations at work and I need to think about our, our financial situation and if this kind of life-altering decision is viable for our financial stability. In other words, it's scary and difficult to think, to hear, follow me, follow me now, leave everything behind. Would you do it or is it just too hard? But really that was just the beginning, wasn't it? It was just the beginning of the hard things Jesus said. Each of them walked with him throughout his ministry, and they heard them, that hard stuff. And they often called them out on it and how hard it was. Well, let's begin with what they called Jesus out on and how hard his command was. Read Matthew chapter 9. You know where I'm going, right? It is a hard one. This isn't going to be easy, so hang on. Jesus is in Judea with his apostles, and the Pharisees came to test him on a pretty challenging subject. It was a subject that they knew would cause controversy and was, well, hard, as I said. They thought they had him, and the topic was divorce. They asked him what was an acceptable reason for divorce, and he responded by reminding them of the beginning. God made male and female, and what God has joined, let not no man separate. That isn't the hard part for many of us. But then he came to the hard part, well, for them and for us. Whosoever shall put away his wife, except it be for fornication, and shall marry another, committeth adultery. And whosoever marrieth her, which he put away, doth commit adultery. Verses 1 through 9. The disciples recognized how difficult this could be and responded, If the case of the man be so with his wife, it's not good to marry. Verse 10. And still Jesus didn't take it back, even though I believe he knew it was hard. And we're still struggling with this issue of 2,000 years later. But it's still true. You know, there wasn't an update. There was never printed a retraction. You'll find Jesus saying the same thing again in Matthew chapter 5, verse 32. And Mark records it as well in chapter 10, verse 5. But that's not all. You know, there are a lot of other tough ones as well. Some of us struggling more with some of them than others. And you know those sayings too, right? Matthew records Jesus saying in chapter 6, verse 19, to not focus on our material wealth here, that it will all decay. And that's hard. 
I mean, especially while we're watching HGTV. But we get that one, I'm guessing. It's hard, but you know, it's just kind of obvious. And for those of us who like to be winners, I can see how hard it would be to hear, the last shall be first and the first shall be last. Matthew chapter 20, verse 16. Now that's tough, but it does make sense. It isn't nearly as challenging as when Jesus kicks it up a notch and says, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. That's a tough one. And that coupled with wide is a gate that leads to destruction and narrow is a gate that leads to eternal life and few will find it. Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. That gets a little scarier. Or when Jesus said, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. And to those that don't do his will, his response will be, Depart from me. I never knew you. Verse 22 of Matthew chapter 7. Now that starts to get even more personal. And we might say, well, that's restrictive. Can that be true? Can that be real? And we might ask, did he really mean it? I mean, because it's, well, just, it's just so hard. But that isn't all of them, is it? I mean, you know, you know those things that are hard for me, hard for you. They're hard for us to swallow, hard for us to do, to accept. Maybe just even to hear. So maybe we ignore them. Maybe. You know, as if they aren't there. As if he didn't say them. Because, well, that hard stuff has consequences, don't they? I mean, when I think about them, they may mean leaving people that I love. You know, I mean, it's just hard. Or I may have to stop doing things that I love to do. Or I may have to tell people I love something I know. I mean, I know that they're going to hate to hear from me. All of that is hard. But you know what? Again, Jesus knew that. I mean, he knew that. And just because it is hard, it still doesn't mean that it's not true. Or that it's negotiable. I mean, he said it, didn't he? And for us, the hard part, it isn't the saying, is it? You know, really, if we're honest, it isn't the saying. It's us, isn't it? I mean, really, it isn't him. It's it's what he said, or what he said, is it? It's us. You know, remember, he called them. And his expectation was that they would come. And they would come immediately. That they would leave everything and everyone behind. And that sounds really crazy to me. Something that I have a hard time imagining. And I expect it wasn't anything that they ever thought they would do. But did he know it was going to be hard for them when he asked them to follow? I'm sure that he did. But that did not mean he didn't ask. And they had a choice not to go. He just said, follow me. Period. And their whole lives, they turned upside down. And honestly, they turned right side up. You know, eternally. I mean, think about it, walking with the Savior of the world every day. Can you imagine? That doesn't sound so hard. But you know, things are different now, I guess. 
we think. And somehow, somewhere along the way, we seem to have decided that if God said something and it's hard to do, to hear, to carry out, you know, to comply with, that it's negotiable. But it really isn't. Even if it is hard. Even if. Right? Even if it meant a walk into an ark with only our family. Or leaving the world behind. Even if it meant a walk into a throne room knowing that we could be killed. Or even if it meant we knew we would face an incineration for praying to God or den of lions, even if it is hard. Yeah, some of the things Jesus said may be hard to hear, to accept, to do. But seriously, let's, let's just get a little perspective here. Just because they're hard does not make them untrue. And it doesn't make them negotiable. They're just hard, just that. And they may be hard to do every day until they get easier, or not, or until we're done here, or until God is done with this world and burns it up. Now that may be hard. I get that. And so does he, but there will be nothing, nothing harder than hearing him say, depart from me. I never knew you. Matthew chapter 7, 21 through 23. There's nothing, nothing that will ever be harder than that. Or knowing your children or grandchildren or those that we love will hear it too. Especially when it doesn't have to be that way. Just because we think it's, because you know, hard. When we think about it and cut through all the situations, it's the same hard question that Jesus asked Andrew, Simon Peter, and James, the son of Zebedee, and John, it's the exact same question. He just says, follow me. Now really, is that too hard? And it is for this. Doing the good, hard stuff. It is for this that I bow my knees today. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting us at bywaymedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.